0: Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus, pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. Hi, I'm Rosalinda Rivera, and I'll be your host today on Faith Fuel. And I am super excited to have my friend, Miriam Delgado. It is so great to have you.
1: Hi, I'm so excited to be here. And I know this God has a word and God has an encouragement for
0: everyone. I know he does. Look, this woman has encouraged my life. You better buckle up. You better listen up because I know lives are going to be changed today. Now, I'm in Virginia and it is cold and rainy out here, but you are in Miami. How is the weather in Miami? It is 82 degrees. (laughs) Sunshine, so it's beautiful. Um, I actually flew down to your women's conference. I was blown away. I don't even think you guys were expecting as many women that showed up. Because when I pulled in the parking lot, there was a line wrapped around that building. It was unbelievable. But look, she is a woman who is passionate about God. I think that's an understatement. And you were born in Cuba. This is so interesting. But you grew up in Puerto Rico, and you have Lebanese parents. And that is why you are so beautiful, but I've always tried to figure it out. I'm like, what is a story here? Well, her drive and perseverance and steadfast faith are evident in everything that she does. And she currently hosts a television program, Al Dia Con Mariam, which is day-to-day with Mariam, which broadcasts nationally on Mega TV. And one of her real passions, of course, is helping women who are victims of domestic violence. You talked about it at that women's conference I went to through amazing foundation that she began called Seeds of Life Foundation. And she also directs I Am More Movement, which is Yo Soy Mas. It empowers women from all over the world. She is a pastor together with her husband. I just recently went down to their church. Guys, if you are within hours, I'm not talking about local. I'm talking within <laughs> hours. It is worth getting in the car. Their worship is off the chain. Her husband sings. He ministers. He is the senior pastor. She pastors along with him at Alpha Alpha and Omega Church, um, and of course, you guys—you have personally written several books, and um, and then, of course, together with your husband, you guys wrote *Breaking Soul Ties*. I'm excited to hear from you today. But I, I, you wrote one that I got a hold of in Miami, and it's *Daily Confessions*. Tell me a little bit about that. It was a very difficult time. We've been pastoring since 1985.
1: So that's 36 years we've been passing here in Miami, Alpha and Omega, and uh, we have two children. And my son, Albert, when he was about 15 years old, he started uh, hanging around with the wrong crowd. And he started smoking marijuana and cocaine and, and alcohol. So it was a very, very difficult time. We lived like three years. It was the worst that we have ever, ever experienced. During that process, me and my husband, we got together. We really believed the Lord for deliverance for my son, but that really helped me to write that book of promises, daily promises that I have to declare, that I have to see something at home and declare different, declare the word of God. Like the word says, calling those things that are not as though they were, So I was calling my son free of addiction, free Mm. of alcohol, free of drugs. But we were living in the house, especially on weekends, because during the Monday through Friday, he was fine. Friday night, his friends came to pick him up, took him to South Beach. I mean, I was me and my husband, we used to go to his room and pray. Yeah, we used to lay down in his bed and, and put our hands and start declaring deliverance. And the pillows, I, I used to do, I used to go to his pillow and start declaring my son is free from drugs. I, He's going to serve the Lord. He's not going to be used by the devil. So it was really difficult. So during that time, I wrote a little booklet called uh, Daily Confessions because I had to do that daily. We had to do that daily. So it's a small book that you can carry in your person. I, mean, I have it in
0: English and I have it in Spanish. But that that was the reason I wrote that book. I know you're touching listeners right now. You guys fought, you warred, you did not give up. You know, what would you say to a mom right now that is sometimes we're ashamed? Like, do we tell anybody if our kids are are going through things? I've had children that have, have gone through struggles as well. Of course, you know the history of my dad. He came out of addiction. I had a grandmother that would not stop praying. What do you tell that mom that is embarrassed, but hurt? She's broken. I mean, what what do you tell her? She's ready to give up. Well, uh, it's,
1: it's it's very hard. It's very difficult. But the key word is perseverance. You cannot give up. You have to persevere with your faith. You have to persevere with your confession. You have to persevere with your love for your son or your daughter. And you have to just believe the Lord that that's not going to be a permanent situation. He's going to be a temporary situation and he or she will come out like my son did. Let me tell you, to us as pastors, it was like a test to see our reaction because we used to go, especially my husband. My husband, we have several services during on Sunday, three in the morning. So we had to to be in church at 7.30 in the morning, seven o'clock. Wow. So my husband used to wait for my son at three o'clock, three thirty o'clock in the morning, mm. waiting for him to get home, for him to go to sleep. So he sometimes he only slept one hour, two hours, and then go to church and start preaching. God is God is your deliverer. God mm. is your healer. He will transform your life. And in my house, we were living contrary to what we were preaching. But you know what? We believe the Lord. We stand in the Word of God, and we had people, we had uh, ministers and friends that we that they were together in praying with, with, with us for my son. So the thing is, I will tell you, mom, right now that your son or your daughter is on drugs or is on ad- any kind of addiction, do not give up. Do not give up. Be persistent in your prayer. Persevere in your prayer. Believe the Lord that your son or your daughter will be
0: free, will be set free, and he or she will serve the Lord. I Absolutely. Don't give up. I believe it. Oh, I pray these words are touching your heart, guys. You needed to hear this word. Don't give up. Christ didn't give up on us. The Bible says, though, he knew no sin. He went to the cross so we can be free. So look, the battle's been won, but you know, we're going to have to persevere. We're going to have to kick it in with prayer. I'm not giving up. You know, I did a podcast, Miriam, with my daughter. I felt something I had to overcome was like, while I'm reaching the world, did I fail and miss my child. And, you know, together I realized, you know, that wasn't the case because I didn't stop praying for her. She had to have that encounter with Christ as well. And let me tell you, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. The Bible says that if you'll raise them up in the ways of the Lord, that means you're praying over them, that they aren't going to depart. They may go for a season, but they're coming home and you have got to stand on that promise. I don't care if your child is 30, 40, 50. Look, I have seen people get saved. Saved at 60 years old, who's, can you imagine their mother praying for them all those years? And maybe the mom went on to be with the Lord, but that promise came true. Well, look, you are a woman of prayer. In that women's conference that I was at, it was phenomenal. And I look to my left and I look to the right. There's an ocean of women from all over the world. How many countries would you say people? There represented? were about 50,
1: 52 countries. They came from all yeah. over. We had like 4,200 women. We were praying because it was the beginning of the pandemic. And this place, we had to to rent everything since lighting, chairs, sound system, everything. So they were going to shut down. We didn't know. We we started praying for that event to take place. Thank God. And it was really God's uh, appointed time. But on Tuesday, the whole Miami-Dade County was shut down. So let me tell you, it was a miracle that we did that. But God is good and we bless so many women. And that is just our passion, just to reach and touch women with the message of faith, the message of hope, the message of love, that there is a new beginning. There's a new chance. It does not matter your past, what you have done in the past. God is a God of a second chance, of a new opportunity. And I love to see lives transform and, and seeing how god does with women's amazing things
0: what would you say to somebody that's listening today and and she feels like she's got a calling but she hasn't walked into that calling what would you say to that woman you need
1: to discover because every god created us with a purpose you know and, and god gave us uh gifts and talents to each and one of us so you have to discover what is that thing that you enjoy to do? You know, like sometimes we spend hours doing something that we love to do. And uh, hours go by and we just realize, oh my God, I've been doing this for so long. And look at the time. I was enjoying what I was doing. So one way to discover that is what is your passion? What do you like to do? Do you like to, uh, are, are you good with numbers? Are you good organizing? Are you are you good cooking? Are you good doing like uh, decoration? So whatever is that that you like, That is a purpose. That is a talent. That is a God-given talent that you have. So that is one way to discover that. You know, what do you like to do? Another way to discover what you, you know, that plan that God has for you Mm -hmm. is what upsets you.
0: Ah. You What
1: upsets you that that it makes you change it. It makes you do something. So that's ways to discover. But always God created you with a purpose, with a plan, and he has given you special talents. And just go to God and he will show you.
0: Yeah, you know, there's too many women that are sitting there on the sidelines and, you know, God is calling women to rise up. You know, I just did a beautiful retreat this weekend. You know, we have the home for women and I know that's your passion too. I saw it. Oh, it was amazing. You're talking about, we were like 25 women that 100% victims of violence. A lot of them have been rape victims in trafficking, you know, in addiction. They've turned to different things. We went down to the ranch and I am telling you there, we have a river there and it was freezing cold. I think it was 10 degrees. They were like, Pastor Rosalinda, we want to get baptized. And I was like, oh my goodness. Okay, let's do it. I got in that water and one after the other, after the other, they were laying down the hurt and the pain and the shame into that water. And they were coming up new women. It was so powerful. And look, the same way God is using Pastor Miriam, you know, and myself. He there's more. We need more women that some of you are called to write. Did you ever think you would write a book? I mean, did you ever grow up thinking, oh, I'm gonna write books? No. <laughs> you know, or the impact. I mean, you actually have done conferences in other countries. I mean, how I didn't even think that I was gonna marry a pastor.
1: <laughs> you know? I came to United States because I was raised in Puerto Rico. I came to, to Miami, to United States to study here and go back to Puerto Rico with my father, my mom, my parents. So uh, when I graduated, I stay here. And someone, you know, the lady that used to do my nails,
0: uh-huh. she used to
1: do my manicure every week. She invited me. She used to talk to me about God, and she invited me to a church. So, ladies, right there. Whatever you do, oh wow! Open your mouth and and share the love of God, the love of Jesus. Because that lady, she didn't know that I was going to marry a pastor, but she was the one that that you know talked to me about the Lord, about Jesus. So I visited this church. Uh, it was a, a church. The pastor was Puerto Rican because I was raised in Puerto Rico. So I went there and I knew them, Pastor Richie Rey and Bobby Cruz. Oh They were very famous singers. Yes, they are. Salsa singers (laughs) in the the 70s and and 80s. So I went to their church and I was freaked out. I never, you know, was exposed to that. So I visited the church. And then the following week, that friend that invited me says, hey, there is a a Cuban missionary that is going to come. So you have to go because you're Cuban. So I went and there was my husband.
0: Oh <laughs> my god! My uncle
1: was a he was a preacher that from he was an, a missionary in Guatemala and in Belize. So he used to come to United States to preach in, in several churches, Texas and Miami and Florida. So I met him, I met him in a church. And then of course he went back to the mission field, but he came many several other times, and that's how we met. So can you imagine? If I would have never come here to study. You know, I've never met my husband. Or your name. God has husband. a plan.
0: <laughs> God has a plan. After you heard him speak, how long before you made a connection with him? We met that, that night that he came to preach. But then he had
1: to leave to Ocala to preach in other churches in uh, North Florida. And then he went to the mission field. And like three months after that, he came back because his parents were living here in Miami. So he came back. He came to the church that I was attending. So there we connect a little more, okay. and then he invited us to eat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and we went a group, a group, and then he, you know, he, he he's a singer, so he would he. That's what he did in Chicago when he received the Lord. He had a a group, a Latin connection was the name of the group. Wow. Latin okay. jazz, jazzy jazz, salsa, things like that. He loves music. He loves singing. So he started singing to me boleros. Oh, romantic forget song. it,
0: forget <laughs> it, that was it right there. He's a recording artist. He, he actually, Yeah, he's a recording artist. So guys, he has, he, he has
1: CDs and songs, yeah, he does.
0: So, look, guys, if you're looking for a man, too, just know that a good place to find him isn't always online or here or there. You can right. go to church. There's a lot of good single men in Absolutely. church. That's where I met my husband. But he was a dance instructor. So he used to teach salsa, dancing. Oh, wow.
1: I know salsa.
0: So one day we said, like, okay. Um he was like let's go somewhere where nobody will know us. He was actually the worship leader of the church. And I'm the pastor's <laughs> kid and he is like let's go downtown Richmond. Nobody's going to know us and let's go dance salsa. So we snuck out, we're dancing and then all of a sudden um somebody turned to us and they go, "Man, you guys are amazing. What's your name?" Carlos and Rosa. That was it. We left. The next day was Sunday. And we were in the front page of the paper and on channel 6, 8, and 12. <laughs> Carlos and Rosalinda kicking up their heels to salsa. So we walk in church and all the deacons and the elders are like, huh. And still so forget it. The word was out. And that was a wrap. That was 20, going on 26 years ago we've been married. Oh. How long have you guys been married? 35. 35.
1: 35 years. Wow. My gosh. And you know what? We still enjoy our company. We love to go out a couple of times a week. We go out alone to dinner and we enjoy our company. So that is something that, you know, you have to cultivate, you have to work. It's not just, you know, but I love my husband and he loves me and together it's just God, you know, that's, that's the, the, the foundation of our marriage. We put God first and we go through, through things. I mean, he doesn't agree with all the things, you know, and I don't agree. But I tell him in love in, in respect, I you know, and he listens to me and I listen to him because I know he loves me. He loves his family. So the decision that he made is based on that.
0: Yes. And but you know, ladies, ladies, <laughs> if you want a husband,
1: go to church, connect with a, uh, with a young adult group, with a yes. single group, but there you're going to find a godly man.
0: That's right. And if they love God more than you, you are golden. And it is, it's wonderful. We do that. We date all the time. We, we're going to get ready to get on a plane. We don't even know where, but today he said, let's go take a trip somewhere. I said, I got it. I'm going to surprise you. And we're going away for four days and we're, we're just going to go take a little break and just, you know, cause it's ministry. It's, it's all the time, you know, yes. And let me ask you a question. You guys also have a lot of churches or you're connected with churches in Cuba. I've always wanted to go to Cuba. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, since my husband was a missionary for six years uh, before he became a pastor, he has a passion for mission. So the first uh, mission field that he did was in Guatemala, three years. And so we have several churches there. In uh, It's about four hours from Guatemala City, an area called Chela, Quetzaltenango. It's in the mountains with the Indians. And he, there we have six churches. Wow! In that area, it's the mountains, it's it's a rural area. And then also in Dominican Republic, we have a mission with children. In Nicaragua, we have a school for children. And in Cuba, we have several churches. I think like right now it's about 11 missions that are. In Argentina also, we have things for children and churches. So, you know, he has a heart and a passion for missions. And that's what we do. Absolutely. Plus, we have churches that are under our covering, that are, that are ministers that have been developed with us. Right. And, and I know that they're pastoring all the churches, but they are, remain under our covering. So we do that in many, many countries. And that's so important. So we're so blessed. We're just so blessed. Yeah. You know, it's just what you do, Lord, the Lord sees your heart. And he sees that you want, you know, you, you, you're sincere to serve him. And He will just open doors for you.
0: Yeah, He will. You know, even during this time that has been very different during a pandemic and, you know, people have kind of stayed away from church and staying online. You know, look, I know that we have to be safe. I I totally get that. But I will tell you, I go shopping and the malls are packed out. I've been on planes. They're packed out with people. I was at a gym. They're packed out with people. And somehow even the church You know, it's like we want to stay away, but I think that if that's fine, if you're not going anywhere, then stay home, watch online, nothing wrong with that at all. But if you're out there, get back in the house of the Lord, man, go Mm -hmm. and worship. Uh, Miriam, what would you say, you know, to somebody right now, they're listening to us, you know, where do you draw your strength from? What would you tell somebody listening today that might feel weary? You know, where can they draw their strength from?
1: Well, there are several things that you can do, but the most important thing is to have a relationship with the Lord. Like, like you know that you can depend on Him, that He He really He relates with what you're going through. He understands that. Like, like uh, the season that we went with our son. You know, sometimes I want to give up. Sometimes I really wanted to give up. I was crying. I said, Lord, what is this? How long more? How how much longer? You know. So sometimes I was frustrated. I cried. I was upset. Uh, You know, the only thing that we didn't do was to blame God because my husband, my husband always told me, listen, this is a reaction that the devil is putting to see our reaction. If we were going to blame God, asking God, look, why we, why you do this to us? So he made it very clear to be careful with our reaction with when we were going with that situation. So you need to really rest on the Lord. And, and take some time off. That's another thing, take some time off. It's not easy and find a partner or someone that could pray with you, that could lift you up. And you know what? Your situation is not a permanent situation. It's a temporary thing. You have to look at things like that way. Because if we look at things like permanent, I mean, it's, it's, it's upsetting, it's frustrating. But if you see this is a season and you will learn something from that, let me tell you, the Lord, the Lord glorify Himself in any situation that you're going through. My favorite verse: Keep this book of it's Joshua one eight and seven. He said, "Be strong and very courageous." You have to be strong. I mean, it takes an effort. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. That's right. But but you have to be strong and courageous, and trust in the Lord, and cast all your cares upon the Lord, and He will He will open doors. He will give you the solution. Even at your sleep, even in and in 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 the places that you don't even think That's God right. will give you the solution because He loves you, and that you need to know that God is good and that He loves you, yes, and that He good. will
0: He will make a way where there seems to be no way. That's right. And you know what? We've all been there and you've been there if you're listening today and God has lifted you up and sometimes you're focused in on the mountain in front of you and God is saying, wait a minute, I took you through this valley. We went over this mountain. You have been healed from this. And if you could just pause for a minute And look back at all the wonderful things that God has done for you. Let me tell you, the mountain in front of you will begin to shrink. And I'm going to stand on that verse with you, Miriam. And I know listeners are listening right now, and they needed that word is to know that not on their own strength, but if you will put your trust in God, then we can feel courageous. Because if we're tired, we don't feel so courageous, but if we'll trust in him. I believe somebody's listening right now and you needed to hear that word. You needed to know that you can be courageous and that when you put your trust in God, he will make a way when it seems impossible. You know, Miriam, can you pray for that person that's listening today that might be a little discouraged and needs to um, just have more faith, you know, for their faith to be brought up and to be able to put their trust in God? You know that
1: right here, this book of Joshua, Joshua was very... Uh, insecure. He was afraid. Uh, He was in a position where Moses died. He says, you know, to fill his shoes, to be in his shoes, to do what he did is so difficult for me. God had to come and say, hey, Joshua, I am with you. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. Just be strong and courageous because you are now in charge of this. So God is telling all of you that are listening, that are watching, Hey, be strong and courageous, For God is with you. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. That situation that you're going through right now, I want you to feel the hands of the Lord, that God is, is embracing you. God is lifting you up. Every area in your life right now, give it to the Lord, and He will take care of you. So do not worry, my child. Do not worry, my son, my daughter. I am with you. I love you. And I will take you to the to the next level i will take you i will take you to to another place of rest of rest and a place of refreshment so just be in in peace that i will fight your battles thank you lord thank you lord
0: amen amen he is the peace that surpasseth all yes. of our understanding. Miriam, you have been an encouragement to me today. You've been an encouragement today. And I know these listeners, somebody is just sitting there feeling refreshed. It was the right word at the right time. I'm excited to see what's gonna happen in your ministry, what God is gonna be doing in your life. I know you're, you're getting ready to publish even more books. And yes. I mean, you guys are on TV, you're on radio. So if they wanna get in touch with you, What's a great way to find you? 8 Miami.org. A,
1: like letter A, Apple, Aomiami.org, or my website, mariamdelgado.com. And uh, right there we have English services, Spanish services. We have uh, you know, we're we're doing a lot of things here in Miami. And uh what a blessing to like you, the the things that you guys do to help people. It just inspires us as well. When when I saw that. What you share about the the girls that were baptized, I said, oh, my Lord, look at this. With this freezing weather, look what she's doing. So, you know, you you just are helping uh, women and men that are in addiction. So you're doing amazing also. So we're just doing what God has called us to do. That's right.
0: I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Mm Remember, guys, if you're listening today and this podcast, Touch Your Heart, if you're watching it online, watching the video, make sure that you comment. Make sure that you share it with other people. They'll never find podcasts among tens of thousands of podcasts unless you rate and review it. So make sure you rate and review our show. Share it with somebody. I know it will touch somebody. If you were touched today, make sure you send us an email or a comment. We just love it. And, of course, you're going to hear about our Home for Men and Women. In the commercial that follows. When you put your trust in God, you know that God will always fuel your faith. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at Rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.